Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So I wonder if Michael Strahan knew what he knows now. <laughs> would have really if he would hit him a little harder. Yeah, would have took the 15. Um, I was looking at that list. I didn't know this. Do you know who's number four? You'll never know. Number no. Four is. See if Tristan knows who's number four. Number four on the all-time, all-time NCAA scoring list. Yeah. All right. Anybody in the chat knows number Random four? way to begin the conversation, Trista. No, it's a no. I'm not a nope. I'm not an encyclopedia that way. That is not my strong suit. No. Who is it? The L train, Lionel Simmons. I would have. You could have given me that. a million guesses. Do you know who Lionel Simmons is? The name He's sounds a- familiar, but I don't know him. No. King's legend, Lionel Simmons, was part of the very the early uh, just bad. There, there's been a lot of bad basketball. In Sacramento, Trista, not just recently, uh, but when the franchise first got yeah. here, he was he was one of the names. Lionel Simmons from LaSalle. I know you're familiar with LaSalle. Oh yeah, LaSalle is legendary. Also, what is legendary is Damien's jacket. <laughs> that was the first thing that caught my attention when I was in the chatty house. I was like, "Ooh, we got a little uh, half and half here thing going." The jacket on. is fire. The jacket is fire. They've been getting on fire. his head about the 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 uh, the turtleneck today. There's been speculation. It must be cold out. No, there was speculation that I, it was. I was in fact not. He's got one. hickeys. It's the hickeys on his neck. He's trying to hide. He's getting that work, and That's so he's sport. like, "Listen, let me protect <laughs> myself." You a wild dude, man. I'm gonna tell you that. Uh, Trista Crick, Commissioner Crick, uh, for listeners of the uh, Heat Check podcast, mm. uh, she has worked diligently to try to fix the association and. Recent episodes, a couple of things that I heard in the podcast. I want to talk about. I want to bring you into this conversation. Are you? Are you? Do you buy the Lakers? No, no. I do think that they got a lot better. I don't understand though why people aren't more outraged that they were able to pull these trades off. Oh, facts. You know, like yeah. how do you get Jared Vanderbilt, Malik Beasley, and D'Angelo Russell for? Russell Westbrook in a couple of one first round pick and a couple of seconds doesn't 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 pass the smell test. Danny Ainge was paying off a bet. That's 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 what we've come to. Danny Ainge was paying off a golf bet to Rob Palenka. Mm. Has to have been because one, we know Rob Palenka would never be smart enough to make that trade on his own. And Danny Ainge always wants to be the winner in every single trade he does. This wasn't even close. He gets rid of Mike Conley. Okay, you're getting the money off your books. I do not care. You get one first. That's just not him. That's neither one of them. No. No, yeah, something's fishy there. Mm -hmm. Something's fishy. We need Commissioner Crick to investigate. Well, I don't don't investigate tampering as the commissioner. That's that's right. That's that's true. (laughs) She was just like, hey, let it ride. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Did you say if you snitch, I'm going to investigate you? (laughs) Yes. <laughs> you, if you want to rat out the Chicago Bulls for getting Lonzo Ball, which obviously karmically did not work out for them, now I am currently investigating you. I'm going to have to listen to this episode. I was listening earlier when you broke down the – I don't know what day it was because I went back and listened to it, but 
she broke down the Kings Clippers game. Yeah, I think that was Tuesday's. Yeah, yeah. Fourteen minutes of. I didn't hear Commissioner Crick though. I got to go back and hear that. That that, I think that was today's or yesterday's. I listened to Mm -hmm. it this morning. Yep, today's. Um, (laughs) Snitches. Well, we got the we got the rematch tonight. Uh, The 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 rematch of what you called the greatest regular season game of all time, the Clippers. So what's wrong with the Clippers? Let's start there. I don't know if they enjoy playing together as a team. They certainly don't try very hard. The The thing that was so phenomenal about the Clippers-Kings game in that 176-175 game is everyone was trying a lot. Mm. For whatever reason, they got up for that game. Maybe it was the excitement of Russell Westbrook's first game as a Clipper. He played really well. You know, obviously, Kawhi was on a whole other level. Kawhi, I don't think, was appreciated enough in that game because mm. he was – he was draped. People act like the Kings weren't playing defense. They were trapping Kawhi. They were swarming Kawhi. And he's hitting step back threes like a robot. He looked so good. So I, I think for the Clippers, it's just a chemistry thing. I like Ty Lue. We talked about Ty Lue a lot. The motivation for this team doesn't seem to be there. Obviously, the, the Russell Westbrook minutes with Plumley aren't great. Mm. And obviously Zubak not being healthy help like hurts them a lot. He mm. helps them as a team in a lot of different ways. He can get 18 rebounds in a game very mm. easily. You're not getting that sort of production from Mason Plumley. They just don't look good, do they? Outside of the the, the real stars. And I I don't I'm sorry Casey because right. I don't think we mentioned this on the air. I know we did during the commercial break. Uh, Zubak is questionable tonight. Everyone knows Kawhi is out tonight. Norman yep. Powell and Marcus Morris are both out tonight. Mm. Jason Preston. Hence the eight and a half. They're of just course. punting this Jason punting this ga- game because it's a eight and a half point line Vegas has. Mm. For How can you punt a game when you've lost four in a row? Doesn't make sense. Also, what I would say, very clear, similar situation to how I would describe when the Lakers were, what, nine and a half point dogs when I came to town. Yeah. Too big of a number. Too big of a number in a rivalry game. I don't care that Kawhi's not playing and Norm Powell's not playing. Zubak's probably not playing either in this game. I, I have no qualms with taking the Clippers plus eight and a half, especially if you want to maybe do something in the first half, like if you can get a plus five or something. From I know we don't talk a lot about betting on the show. <laughs> but I saw that line and I said, oh, well, there must be multiple guys out. Yeah. Yeah, and and you talked about like Mason Plumlee and, and kind of missing Zubak or whatever. Uh, Tristan, tell me, you, you see him a lot as well. It feels like Zubak is a – he fits that team with how he finishes around the rim a little better than people give him credit for. We know he's a really great rebounder. He's top 10 in the league this year. But, like, he'll finish. And so many times in the last couple of games at least, uh, Mason Plumlee just isn't a finisher around the rim. That's the reason that he was able to be acquired for a very low, a very low price. He's just he does some things really well. He distributes the ball really well. He's a smart player. He's a player that off the bench can give you some great minutes. But you don't want to be starting Mason Plumley. That is not a goal for you as a franchise. If that's your starting center, you are in trouble. Mm. You are in trouble, and that's where they're at right now. The Terrence Mann experiment, they're going to have to probably go back to that. They don't have a point guard. 
They don't. They don't play bones. I don't know. I don't know why they don't. I mean, there's they, some smoke and fire there, isn't there? There has to be. Yeah, he gets on a team, and all of a sudden, he's getting DMP CDs. It's why? It's crazy too, because I like bones, man. Like, I, I don't know what the deal is, but I, I think didn't in when they played uh, Denver, weren't they booing him? Was yes. the crowd booing him? Like, damn, he was only here for 20 minutes. If I don't know anything about a player and I don't have any intel, I'm always going to side with the player. That's just what I do. So in my estimation, because I don't know why he was disliked on the team, but I know he was. We talked about the Jamal Murray thing when I was mm-hmm. in Arizona, that being a possibility of an issue. But I have a word that I will say I just automatically fall. That's my word for this, these people. And because this happens to me. Tree shaker. Bones Highland might be a tree shaker, which is that you're rattling the branches and people don't like it. You're mm. asking too many questions. Mm. You're pointing out flaws in a system. You're pointing out things that don't make sense, even if you just arrived. Wrote a four-page just- proposal about something like that in the last 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, we need you to stop asking this. This is not your job, mm. Bones Highland. And Bones Island's like, but I, I'm, I'm affected by these things. That's my just immediate thought whenever someone is just in the doghouse everywhere they go. If I don't have the real intel, that's where my head goes. It's, uh, it's weird, real quick, it's weird with, with Bones Island because I obviously I don't know him. I haven't seen a whole lot of him. But when you watch him, you know, last year in the playoffs and with his run with Denver, seems like great vibes. Mm-hmm. I've seen like one of these like, a day with Bones Highland things, and he's with his family. Seems I don't like, know why that made me laugh. <laughs> he seems like a good Bones. guy. Like it doesn't. It doesn't seem like he's some type of jackass or a jerk or something like that. So the fact that people have problems, to be honest with you, Trista, what you said sounds more feasible than the fact that he's some bad guy that that we just don't know about. Yeah, yeah. Bones Day. It's a Bones Day. A day with Bones. Who wouldn't a day watch with that? Bones. <laughs> A life in the a day in the life of bones. Uh, your your juvenile sense of humor is as bad as ours. Uh, James Ham reporting from our kitchen uh, <laughs> says uh, De'Aaron Fox has been upgraded to available for today's game against the shorthanded Clippers. Rashawn Holmes uh, is out uh, with a non-COVID. Related illness. So, what quick, year? What that, year do you think we get to before the illnesses have to be specified as non-COVID related? Never. <laughs> I don't think it happens. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I think we're a long <laughs> until way we away get to the twenty fifty. Twenty fifty. Some kid you've never heard about out with a non-COVID related illness. <laughs> yeah, the, the, what, the, the next president's going to come in. We're getting rid of this non-COVID realness stuff. <laughs> That's out of here. I wanna, We're just not even going to be able to say the word COVID anymore. Right. right. I want to. I want to address that because I just want to talk to King's Twitter for a little bit mm. because there was a lot of people trying to stir a pot a little bit with the Imagine the that. last DPOG picture, and they're like, "Oh, Rashawn wasn't in it. Is he not bought in?" Stop. Stop. Man wasn't feeling well. It seems like so. No, Rashad. Rashad been bought in for for seventy games. All of a sudden, he's not going to be bought. But, like, stop. But that game against Oklahoma City Thunder <laughs> really put it over the top. Stop. He just had it. We're always looking for something. Even when things are good, looking for something. <laughs> something. Knock it off. You've got too much time on their hands. Honestly, that's, that's what it is, man. 
That's what it is. Um, oh, did you? I know you weighed in. Like, you got something on John Morant. So, uh, I think he's the best show on planet Earth. Wow. On on, on the court, like for basketball, like he's the much. best show on planet. He's Earth. He's not better. He's not better show than Kyrie. He's a better show than Kyrie. On I, the think court. I, I think I think I agree with Kenny. I, I'm a Ky- I like Kyrie no. more. Kyrie. I love Kyrie, but on a Tuesday in January, on a Friday in March, all the same to Ja. You're gonna see things on a night to night basis from him that. What about a Saturday you? afternoon at the mall? <laughs> you know, I mean, it gets wild there too. <laughs> Where's the day in the life with John Moran? Right. <laughs> like, that's a different show that he's putting on there. That's a show for a world star. Come on now. I don't know why he, somebody needs to take him aside. And mm-hmm. I thought to myself, you know, T. Morant is just around a little too much. And that's now, that. and now I'm starting to wonder, should we be asking why T. Morant finds himself around as often as he is? Mm. Does he know his son? better than we know his son where he has to say listen i'm just here to stop him from doing something crazy hmm. yeah i'm doing my thing and i'm and everybody's like oh you're the lavar ball you're you're around a little bit too much but who's the one allegedly allegedly to say hey john Moran, if you don't take your ass back inside the house with the gun inside your waistband hmm. you need to bring your ass home hmm. now yeah. so I think there's he's one bad decision from ruining his life, one bad decision away from ruining obviously his career, changing the league cuz he could be the face of the league. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't keep doing this. I think that's set up for him. Powerade endorsement, John Morant one sponsorship. Mm-hmm. People like him. He's a likable enough guy when he's not doing this tomfoolery. And I don't know, like I I don't know why he wants to uh, like curb stomp people who throw a basketball at his head. It's like little man syndrome. It's like, Ja, you can dunk on people. You you fly. You do things that we've never even seen. You don't need to be insecure enough to to choose violence where violence is not necessary. See, the interesting thing, Trista, this is just me. I've never found him that endearing. I just haven't. Like I I don't I don't not like him. But I'm not, like, drawn to him the way other people are. It just does a little too much. You know, when you talk about, you know, the uh, all the theatrics and, and, you know, all the extras he does, you know, after he makes a bucket or something like that, um, I think he's a little whiny on the court. He's kind of kind of a flopper. Like, if, I, if I'm getting on Luca for a lot of this stuff, like, I think Ja does a lot of the stuff that Luca does. Doesn't Steph do a lot of the same thing that Ja does? He does the poo-poo dance and the too small and the night-night, and he's yelling at refs because he's not getting calls when they touch his legs and he falls. Yeah, yeah, no, he does that. I hate the little kick-out thing that he does or whatever Mm -hmm. the case may be. But I I don't know. I've just never found Ja that endearing, or or even back in Murray State. Like, I wasn't – like, it was cool. Like, I I like what he can do on the court, but it wasn't that endearing. But with all that said – like I definitely don't want him to see to see him go out some type of way, you know. I, I want him to be able to get everything under control and 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 steer the ship the right way. As I mentioned it the other day. I mean, 
My son likes John Moran. Like they're they're I, I got a ten year old kid that looks up to this guy the way I used to look up to Jordan or Iverson or something like that. Um and I don't you know, he'd be crushed if Ja did something really crazy and and, and found himself out of the league or anything, man. So um that and just the fact that I don't want to see, you know, another young brother go down the wrong road. I, I hope he can can change things around and he has the team around him to do that. That's the thing. I think his I don't circle think he is does. trash. His circle is the I said it the other day, it's the worst circle of all time. Cause dude, like, should I do it? Yeah, do yeah, it, Josh. Hell yeah, what? and more. And more. What? Seventeen curb stops, not five. Go <laughs> extra hard on him. The worst. This guy, what's his name? Stack? Not <clears throat> Stack. It's like Pat, is it Pat? Pack. Pack. Yeah. yeah, this Pat kid. Pat can't go to the games anymore. No. He's oh. got the like the kitty cat laser beam to, oh, to do the PowerPoint presentation and he's throwing it on Andrew Nemhard and that's his, that's his excuse. And it's not a scope with a laser on it. That they're putting, Oh yeah. We just take the kitty cat lasers that get your pet all riled up. And we just decide we're going to put it on somebody's forehead just for fun. Mm. Dump, 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 dump. <laughs> I couldn't even. I tried to go in another. And one. they're trying to move her to a Tuesday. How are we gonna get away with this on a Tuesday? Unbelievable, guys! I have to figure out a way to get all the hits on one day. I have to figure it out. They're trying to move you to a Tuesday. I don't like it on a Tuesday. I wish everyone else would come to the Friday. Yeah, honestly, put, put the rest of them and, on and Tuesday. And to be honest, you really don't count to my obligations. So if you guys want to keep it Friday, no, we'll, I'll do Friday. We'll talk about what's best for you. Yeah, 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 That's what we'll yeah, get yeah, worked out. Absolutely. absolutely. But I want it to be a popping day. Like I want people yeah, to be like, well, oh yeah, it's Friday. Today been a day. Like I'll tell, <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you that. Today, today been a day. No, I I don't think he's there to get he likes attention. Mm-hmm. And I for for me with T, you know, that like you 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 catch him, yo. Yo, Josh's dad looks just like Usher. Mm-hmm. Okay, you have your moment. Oh, that's cute. Ja and Usher are sitting next to each other. Mm-hmm. That was the last time I needed to see T. Morant. Right. He's not there to protect Ja when he's getting in a fight with Shannon yeah. freaking Sharp mm-hmm. courtside. Yeah. Like, right. that's that's where, like, to, to, to me, like, he's – I've been going back and forth on what to make of this, Be, what to make of this whole thing with Ja and his circle. And I'm stuck on two things. They're studio gangsters, mm. which is just phony. Mm-hmm. Or they became bullies once they got money. Mm. Because this all feels very recent. Mm-hmm. Like not at Murray State, mm-hmm. not in the first years of Memphis. This all feels very new. Mm-hmm. And it, Last year and this year. It makes me feel like Jaws Ascension has puffed a couple of people's chest out a little bit, including his own. Mm-hmm. And they've just become bullies now because they feel like they could get away with it. Mm. And I don't know if there's a difference between a bully and a studio gangster. In my mind, there is. Yeah. Like they're they're faking this whole life that they're not a part of when really they're just they're just bullies because they got money. And that well, the, and, oh, go, go ahead, ahead Tristan. No, go ahead. I was just gonna say, and law enforcement doesn't care. Uh, about either one of those things. They're not going to be like, That's oh, you guys you guys are just faking it? Like, yeah. oh, that was that was a gun that you were just bringing for show that you pointed at someone? 
Oh, never mind. Like you're just corny, not yeah. doing things that are against the law. You can still go to jail just the same. Yep. Yep. No, nah, and and to what you guys said and what Damien said, the the story that the two stories that came out were those are bully tactics, right? Like those you you what are you what are you doing jumping a seventeen year old kid at a basketball game, right? Like yeah. what are you doing that for? And then, you know, you going up nine deep and then you the the circle you talk about the circle as a whole and I hate to do this because I don't know these people so I could have it all wrong but uh, mom you at finish line what do you got to call Jai for mm. like what are you calling him and putting him if anything Jai I got a dispute don't come up here because you know what the thing is gonna be John Moran at the mall don't come up here I got it good you bringing him into the situation for what and then he comes in and. Uh, you threatening the the mall security like it's it it all seems like bully tactics and it did like you see the the quote that Ja had too uh after he had a little thing with Andrew Nemhard and he at the podium said they were like what happened with you and Andrew Nemhard yeah and he said yeah I checked his temperature he didn't have a fever and you're like Come that's on. corny that's very corny Come behavior. On, and what does it mean if he has a favor? You're just going to swing. We're going to get a malice at the palace here against the 12th, 12th ranked Indiana Pacers and this little kid from Gonzaga who's probably six foot nothing, yeah. 155 pounds. Right. This is what you're going to do. What are we talking about here? I don't like Job, bro. I don't like the way he's moving right Literally now. Literally, no one talks like that. Yeah. No. I don't one. like the way he's moving right now, man. He get his oh he got to stop, he got to stop. The likability factor is down in the dumps right now. I would say, yes. and no one's even discussing his Jaw Morant shoe for this Jaw one mm-hmm. is probably the most expensive first signature shoe I've ever seen. Well, see, four hundred dollars. But I, I think that was just that All Star one. Oh, and it might have been the resale for four hundred because I know it dropped on the on the sneakers app. And I think it's like a one hundred and twenty dollars shoe, but it okay. reminded me of like the Paul Pierce joint when Paul Pierce had his. He did a collaboration with PlayStation, and yep. if you could somehow find a way to get it when it dropped, it was regular price. I've but never you, seen a PlayStation shoe in person. I don't know who those dropped I for. I ain't really never did. seen one. But if you could go to StockX, yeah, they were like four or five hundred dollars. So that might have been what happened with Ja. I actually like the shoes. I like the Ja ones. Like, there's a lot that I would like to like about Ja. But he can't stop acting like a jackass. Fair. All very fair points. We are all aligned on this. Yeah. R-dubs, you in? They're back. <laughs> they are R-dubs. back, baby. They are so back. Last night, placed another bet. Because you know I had the plus 450 right when they won the title. Put it in yeah. again. Let's do it. Let's ride. Thought there was going to be never a better price. That was obviously a lie. Now you can get... 16 to 1 for the for the Warriors our dubs to win the mm. title. You can get 8 to 1 for them to come out of the West mm. in a very wide open West. Yeah. And yeah. you are now the 5 seed mm. and winning games with defense and flurries of points just like the Warriors identity was before without Steph. Mm. They put so many buckets on the Clippers head last night. They were up by 20-something points in the fourth quarter. Woo! That happened fast.
fast. Mm-hmm. Dubs, championship aspirations, back on. <laughs> back on, baby. Back on. I'm not there Are- yet, Trista. I'm not there yet. I do see a little something, though. I see him cooking. I see him cooking a little something. Steph coming back on Sunday. I see him cooking, but I'm not there. I still don't. Be- I don't believe it. I need more what people. Is, what's your ideal? What are the you guys? What is the ideal scenario? Not just to win the series, but just for like pure entertainment standpoint. Well, those what aren't series? the same thing. I don't think those are the same thing. Okay, so yeah, so just pure entertainment. What do you want? The Mavs for a first round matchup. The Mavs with the Kings. The Mavs. Mavs. Why? Because they silver and three. And they can't keep up. What about for pure entertainment? Well, it'd be fun too. Yeah, no, it'd be fun it, to kick their one, ass. There's no, there's no, <laughs> there's no playoff scenario that's not going to be entertaining for us. Right. The one that would get massive buzz and a phenomenal amount of work. No, don't, 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 don't produce around here, Trista. Do not produce. She no. Not, Okay. No, no, show. no. Do not, pro- <laughs> do not I, produce I was, I, I was actually going to say uh, hashtag our dubs because <laughs> the Kings and the Warriors have never played in the playoffs together at the same time. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that the first time it would be happening, they would be playing each other would be massive. Of course, it would require us to be on the radio probably eight times a day with 95-7 the game, and that's probably the only series we would have to travel to. So it would be it would be a busy, you know, however many games it was. But that would be huge for this region. Yeah. Um, Could you imagine if the Kings sent our dubs home? Oh, my God. Can't probably nothing. I think sending our <laughs> dubs home would be more gratifying than beating the Lakers. For sure. Yeah. But it's yeah. close. It is. Oh, very it's very close. close. Yeah, it's very close. <laughs> very it close. is very close. But yeah, the Mavs are, that's the, I think the Mavs are easy work. Um, the they Warriors. They can't play any defense. No. And they don't have no, like they got, like we were talking about. Uh, they need 80 the from Luka and Kyrie. They had, they had uh, Luka guarding Anthony Davis. They got nobody inside. Like, it's, it's all bad. But the one thing with the Warriors that, like, uh, that would give me apprehension, number one, Steph Curry. Like, it would always give me apprehension. Second of all, I wouldn't enjoy it. I, I don't know if we talked about it, but it's much like the 49ers playoff run. Like, the 49ers-Cowboys game, for me, 49ers fan out here in San Francisco or in Sacramento dealing with Cowboys fans as well, it was just stressful. Like, it was not an enjoyable experience. Like, it was just stressful. And when they won, it was just relief. That's how a whole series with the Warriors would be for me personally. And I'm not interested. Give me the Mavs so I can just enjoy beating their ass left and right. You guys were phenomenally funny uh, talking about my co-host uh, who said <laughs> you weren't going, that, he, that the Kings weren't going to win a playoff series. And I told him in studio, I said, you realize like what the analogy of that is, right? <laughs> You're basically saying to somebody who's who hasn't had any real luck with a woman in 20 <laughs> years. Not only is an Instagram model interested in sleeping with them. Like it's going to be really fun. <laughs> but she's not going to marry you. So there's the there's the rub. <laughs> that's fine like we're not even discussing that but i actually think that the uh winning a playoff series is is a real possibility real i possibility. think so too 
Yeah, it absolutely is. And your boy <laughs> is a condescending little jackass. Hey, hey, how'd that go down, Tristan? How'd that go down? How'd that go down? How did what like, go down? His, the, his the reaction. Video? I was not well, not, his, not his video, but oh. did, he, did he see the reaction? How'd that? <laughs> saw that. He, see, the thing about it is he thinks that it's like helping his brand. <laughs> And it's, I try to tell him, it's not the same as the Warriors 9-1. and one. It's not the same <laughs> at all. One is a team that's been a dynasty and gone to the finals over and over and over again with one of the greatest players of all time on it, one of the greatest coaches who was a former player on a hell of a Bulls team. Okay, like they are a behemoth who happens to just have a fan base super annoying about their behemothism. The other team hasn't had anything and you're just kicking them before they even have a chance to rise and then they rise and you kick them again and we're done that's with not being kicked. fam we're done with being kicked we're done we're done with and it. now that this team it's like the little brother you kicked the little brother when the brother was eating it was soaking up creatine and now he's got some muscles on him and he's ready to hit you back and you're not even ready for it <laughs> That was we bad were, analogy, good analogy. That no, was perfect. Of, I loved it. Oh. <laughs> we were two seconds. Oh, hello, Kings fans. Yep, I want to beat his ass. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen? I want to treat show? that dude like John Morant treats a seventeen-year-old. <laughs> Have you ever seen the show Lost, where it's like, "Hello, hello, airplane crasher." Yeah. Uh, if uh, you. <laughs> The Darman, the, the, the Darman right Initiative, now, yeah. <laughs> you're seeing this video right now. You're stuck on a deserted island. It, it gave me very much like, what, what is happening? Tell him, <laughs> tell is, him we said, change his don't, tone. No, we don't, don't like the tone. No. Change the tone. Don't tell him anything. I felt bad that I actually tagged you in that. I was like, oh, I shouldn't have done it that. It's incredible. My other co-host saw it as well. We'll just keep it there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm resisting the urge to say a lot here, so I'm not going to. Do you got to go to work? No. Oh. Hey, hey. Champ Week. Champ Week coming up next week. Oh, yeah. Tell you what, it's going to be so much fun. Big East Tournament at the Garden. You going You going to the Garden? I think so. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be up there. We got, a little, we got a little something-something popping, too. The other reason where I was trying to get off Fridays is because I'm actually taking off BetMGM tonight on every Friday that I do the fan. I told them I'm done with this seven days a week working for 12 months a year. Mm-hmm. Cause they're like, Oh, well you can't take any time off during the NFL season. So you got to take all your time when the NFL is not going. I'm like, well, that's when I do the fan. That's so I always have to do six days or, or what? Like, is that how we, <laughs> we got to figure this out. So Fridays now I'll be off. So I'm going to go up to the, to New York. Go to my orthodontist appointment. As you know, I've just been diligently going to. Mm-hmm. Good job. And uh, hopefully see some hoops. Hopefully get a little dinner popping. Maybe mm-hmm. bring some, like a little iconoclast in the media space. Maybe do something like that. Wish oh, you guys right, were there. All right. And uh, we'll do it that way. So that's okay. that's the story. You guys, who are you most excited to watch in March Madness? Be honest with you, nobody. I, I like, I've watched a lot of, be following the Alabama story pretty closely. <laughs> well, I can't yeah. lie. There's that. I'm going to be paying that attention is to that. It's going to be interesting. Doesn't Brandon Miller give you like um, John Morant? <laughs> 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 
Kobe Bryant uh, playing for his life while he's on trial vibes that 42 he put up. No, no, because Kobe wouldn't have hip thrusted during the uh, the introductions or the pat down. Yeah, that's what he wouldn't have done that. Yeah, no, that was where it ended. Yeah, like. Yeah, that is. I'm one of those people who read energy. Like I'm an energy reader. That's what mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. And I this means nothing. So don't take it with a grain of salt because I could be totally wrong. But when I saw him live in person for the Phil Knight Invitational, and I was like, they were allowing you to go across the court, go as close as you want, film warm ups, all that stuff, because there's just no rules in college basketball, I guess, for media members. <laughs> and I was trying to get Rob Polinka. I was trying to capture Rob Polinka all by himself on the baseline. Pretending so, like he was scouting. Yes. Just writing notes down, just like, dear diary. Today, I still don't have any first round pick. So I'm, I'm in the court trying to get Rob Polinka highlights. And, uh, and Brandon Miller's right there. And just, I don't know, man. I said it. I even texted a friend about it. And I was like, Brandon Miller gives me dark energy. Mm, like really dark energy in his eyes. Like very not having fun vibes. Mm-hmm. Kind of, I don't know what I would say about it other than that. Like that's just the first initial instinct that I have. And I've had it for other people before and been wrong. So like I said, take it with a grain of salt. But when that came out, I was like, yup, mm. that." That isn't something that surprises me. Oh, not a good look. Not a good yeah, look. But also, I'm, I've thought about friends with uh, about about this with friends too. Like, I don't know that you can give him the same level of uh, accountability that the two guys who were at the club and made that decision while you were not there. Mm-hmm. I think there is a level of not lack of accountability or lack of culpability but how could you uh, like know that that was what was about to take place two minutes after you got to the scene there there's a lot going on in that situation like and it i think a lot of people have their feelings and opinions about what he should have been thinking but there's just a lot going on well eliminating so and and this is we talk about this with with college campuses like this all the time why did he have the gun with him? Hmm. Like, why? Why is that part of what you're doing that night? Right. Why yeah. is it? Why was it so readily available? Yeah. Because if it, go get your gun. How about this? Yo, I gotta he go. He had it on him. The what's his, his friend has it on him. He brings him to the club and he's like, "Oh snap! I can't have the gun in the club. I'm just gonna leave it in your car." Yeah. See, and 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 the thing yeah. about like I've been in situations like that where me too. Somebody comes. Somebody comes into the car with a piece, mm-hmm. yep. and I say, "Bro, you can't get in the car like this. Mm-hmm. Like you, I, like that's where it starts. You know yep. what I mean? Like, yo, you can't. You got to leave that here, man. Like, if you're if we going somewhere or we're in some place where you feel like you need that, then I ain't just going. count me out in yeah, general. Like, I ain't going. but we can't. You can't get in the car with this, man. Like, nah, put that in the house. So that's kind of where it starts. But I mean, maybe he didn't even know he had it." Until right, and that's until he texts him, right? Yeah, because mm. you could conceal it, you could have it on you, put it in your sweatshirt. All kinds of things can happen, well, but it's not good. Not I, I think Alabama, though, as a whole, is a flawed team. Mm. They can't get separation on their own. They 
have a hard time with really good perimeter defenses. You saw it against Tennessee. Mm -hmm. Then they just essentially blindly go in, like take it inside and just throw it up, hoping to get a foul call. Then you're getting blocked, change of possessions, out into transition, lead balloons. Now you're struggling again. You can't get your own shot, and then it's night-night sleep mask. So I think they're going to have a real trouble, real real tough time with any of those tough defenses in the tournament. You know, I've watched a lot of Big 12 basketball this year, because it's probably because it's the best conference in basketball. So I've watched a lot of uh, Kansas State, Kansas, TCU, Texas, all this other stuff. I really like Kansas State. I like, uh, uh, what's his name, Keontae Johnson in the, yep. in the little point guard. Uh, I like that tandem. And they, they got a good little team. Um, getting more familiar with the Pac-12, too. Obviously, I like what UCLA's got going on. Arizona, I watched them last night against USC. USC team that I think is actually, like, solid, and Arizona made it look relatively easy. So, yeah. I haven't had – there's not one particular team that I'm, like, excited to look watching the tournament but um i think there there is even though it's been like kind of an under the radar college basketball season i think it has potential to be a hell of a tournament yeah because there's just so much chaos that could happen mm. right i think arkansas is being slept on mm. nick smith it was supposed to be a top five lottery pick before he got injured mm. he's now healthy he put up i think 24 the other night they're they've got a bunch of guards they're really fun eric musselman He's got that swag. He's a really good coach. <laughs> Former Kings yeah. coach. Former Kings yeah. coach. One of many. He's, he's a he does the white boy uh like underbite vibe all the time, you know. That's that's Eric Musselman. He's running around just coaching his ass off. So I like them. Those are the kind of the, oh, and I like Xavier. I like Xavier a lot. Ah, that's one under the radar. I Xavier hasn't even been discussed really. Uh, and all Sean Miller has done is come into these programs. Xavier was one many years ago, takes them to the Elite Eight twice, mm -hmm. Sweet 16 twice, goes to Arizona. They go to the Elite Eight twice, back-to-back -back years, in fact. So Sean Miller, as dirty and scummy as he is, he finds a way to get teams to win. And they mm -hmm. shoot really well from three. And that's the cold piece about college basketball, college sports. The dirty, scummy coaches are really good. Mm. Yep. They – magically make these programs incredible. Bruce Pearl ready for another run. Oh, yep. Bruce Pearl did to anybody. But, yeah, just keep him out of Sacramento. He come <laughs> steal my barber like he used to in Tennessee. Brother Bruce. Brother Bruce. Brother Bruce. And as, as long did I tell you guys about how when Auburn lost to Virginia. So, Auburn lost to Virginia. Well, I tell you what. I see you guys stories everywhere. <laughs> and uh, I was told by my producer, hey – go in and get footage for us for uh, from Auburn, get interviews with the kids in the locker room. And so I'm down there waiting to go into the locker room. And for whatever reason, as soon as they lost, because that Kyle guy and one, mm. they let me in. They just opened the doors to me. They just let me in. I'm just the only one in there with my little cell phone and a tripod. <laughs> and I'm looking around and it's just a training guy in there. They haven't even come in yet. I'm just in there, I swear to God, alone. That training guy, as soon as they lose, he throws the bag of equipment across the room. He's screaming. One's a grown man crying. And I'm like in there, and I'm like, I am not supposed to be here. This is bad. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's like, I'm here. I'm here. I know I'm not supposed to be here. I know I'm encroaching, but 
I've been let in. So what do you do? You just keep filming. You just keep capturing. Kids come in. Kids are crying. Kids are screaming. They're yelling. They're cussing. The coaches are in there. And I'm just standing off into the corner just <laughs> film, filming. <laughs> so Bruce Pearl comes up to me and he's like, what are you doing? <laughs> you... You can't be here. You got to effing go. Like, now, who let you in here? And I was like, them? He's like, oh, no, you got to. Do you see what's happening here? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, all fair points. Honestly, I'm just, I'll see myself out. He's like, give us 15 minutes or something. Like, this is ridiculous. I'm like, yeah, it is. It is. I'll have to show you guys the footage at some point. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, Bruce. Oh, man. Goodness That's me. amazing. That's. I can't wait for that Trista Crick just, book. Just <laughs> Trista Crick that with book. a little tripod. <laughs> when that book I comes just, out, I'm just man, holding it, you know. That's a bestseller, man, when that book comes out, when that Trista Crick book comes out. <laughs> Bruce cussing, kids crying. There's Trista Crick with a tripod. Just like, I wonder how long it's going to take before they notice that I'm here. You know? Oh, that is amazing. That's a top five Trista story. That's a top five allowed on the radio Trista yes. story. Yep. Yes. For sure. Yeah. For sure. The other ones. Yeah. We'll the keep, other ones are for y'all. We'll keep those for the steakhouse. You yep. are amazing, Trista. Yep. Love I love you guys. Man. I'll see you guys next time, whenever that next time is. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll text over the weekend and figure out. Worst what, what case, I'll do, do it from wherever I am. Like, you guys let me cell phone Trista. We don't even talk. The thing really that I'm trying to get away from is having to prepare on a day a, a day off. I don't really, this is not that, right? You're not going to be like, what so I, tell me about Bellarmine, mine, minus four and a half <laughs> tonight. And then I just. Oh, that's I what I was thinking too. Meanwhile, Kenny it? asked you as the show starts, who's the fourth all-time <laughs> leading scorer? I was like, we're not doing this. <laughs> we're not doing this. Uh, we got you. Um, I'll check in with you over the weekend and we'll do what's All right, talk we'll to you soon. Best. Love your jacket. Care, Love you guys. Too. All right, Bye. TK. Commissioner Crick. Commissioner uh, Crick, I gotta go listen to that one. Yeah, it's the. Uh, she had a. She she broke down. Podcast is funny. Yeah, that podcast <laughs> is. Drop that generic ass beat. She used to say, "Drop that mf and beat," and because they used to play Rihanna, and then mm. I think probably Danny in San Francisco <laughs> called her and said, "Hey, can't do that, Trista." I haven't heard from that guy in a while. I gotta text Me neither. Him. He don't even talk to him. He don't text even, that dude, man. He don't even love us like that nah, no more. Man. It's crazy. Um, but she she broke down like she she like realigned like conferences and she did this whole the whole commissioner crick thing where she just restructured everything. She has the all star game idea, which I don't think is going to work, but like she had an idea and laid it out and it, it was I mean it's good stuff. Yeah, I'm about to check uh, it out. But yeah, her the, the 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 podcast that dropped yesterday is really really good. Um, we'll come back. James is here. He's been here for a He might be out there eating a breakfast. Cracker Barrel uh, <laughs> French <toast>. breakfast. <laughs> There's breakfast that has been there. There is like a ton of it that has been oh. sitting on that counter since like 9 a.m. <laughs> well, it's 241 and it's still happening here, by like, the way. <laughs> Shout out Gerald Tracy. <laughs> OK, get in the truck, bro. It's over for you today. <laughs> Well, <laughs> all right. It's Stilo and Casey. It's called for. It really is.
Sacramento sports leader, ESPN 1320. D-Lo and KC continues, streaming live on the Odyssey app. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Fried chicken and biscuits and all sorts of stuff served out there. Hey, they, I, I really wish I was here when they were serving it. That, that would have went in. I love breakfast. I love breakfast. Yeah, we weren't going to come in at 9 o'clock. Just Wasn't going to do that, no. Hammer's here. Hi, James. Hi, friends. How's it going, man? <laughs> Good. Um, yes. Going this way. We doing that. Is that what we do? Let's do uh, that. That's what we do. That's yeah, what typically we do. That. Yeah, good. Big big night, big Friday. A big Friday at the Golden One Center. Couple of nights. Yeah. Big weekend. I mean, we're going to say this seven more times, I'm sure. Biggest weekend <laughs> in Golden One Center history. This is a big one. Man, it is a big one. Like, and the Clippers are coming in limping. You know, half their team is yeah. out. Yeah. Um, not that that matters, but, uh, you know, they still have a lot of talent. But this is a big one because it's not just um, you can put them away as far as whether yeah, they could catch you. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what we were talking about earlier. Like, if the Kings got it done tonight in terms of not in terms of the Clippers making the playoffs, but in terms of the Clippers and the Kings, does this kind of put the Kings at, or could put the Clippers Kind of out of that conversation. Yeah, that would uh, right now. There's seven games up in the loss column, mm. and that would be eight. Uh, there's no way with 20 games left and a tiebreaker and the tiebreaker. Mm. Yeah, because they have a two-one so advantage as of right nine now. games essentially because mm. of the, the tiebreaker. Yeah, yeah. So this is a big game, especially. I mean, everyone still thinks that the Clippers are contenders for the title, mm-hmm. um, and and that the Kings may or may not be able to hold on to the third seed. And one team has a seven-game advantage and a potential tiebreaker, mm. like that's crazy. Even if the, I mean, like if the Kings lose tonight, it's still a split. It's a two-two mm. split, and so it'd get like more complex on the tiebreaker I front. Say, what's the next one? It's a conference record. You know, I don't know. I think it is conference record. The one after the the one-on-one, I think yeah. it's conference record. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Which the Kings have one of the best. One of the best conference it, records. I, yeah, I don't think it's the. It, it's it, I, I, I don't imagine it's better than. Uh, Conference. Yeah. The Kings are twenty four and thirteen in the conference. Uh, it is one of the best. Uh, yeah. Thirty one and twelve. That's Denver. Yeah. So what are they? Eleven games over. They're the second best conference record as of right now. Oh, wow. I didn't even know that. I, I hadn't even looked at that. 
24 and 13 in the conference. Man. Yeah, their division record isn't isn't outstanding at six and six, kind of mm-hmm. even, Stephen. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, big night. Yeah, big night, man. And and you mentioned it. They the the Clippers are coming in, uh, kind of reeling. You know, they got guys that are injured, guys that aren't going to play. But you know that I, I, that don't make me feel better, <laughs> right? I'm this is where my uh, you know PTSD as the King fans come into play because I'm like, <clears throat> I I don't feel great. You know, I feel great because the Kings are playing good, but it's it's always one of those things where it's like, man, who knows what's going to happen now? Somebody's out, or this team has lost four in a row. They're primed to, you know, go off. Terrence, man, forty five tonight, something like that. You know what I mean? I'm just, yeah. I'm always thinking about that. But you know, do you still have those same worries about this Kings team, even though they've kind of shown us different the majority of the season? I think the one issue that I have right now with this team is that they're really bad against teams who are on the second night of a back-to-back. Mm. Like, not the Kings on the second night of a back-to-back. The Kings are just fine on the second night of a back-to-back. Mm. It's the teams that they play on the second night of the back-to-back that seem to drill them. Uh, mm. They haven't won a lot of them, if any, this season. It's it's not great. Um, so that's one of those things where, you know, this Clippers team, they, they had a hard-fought game against uh, the Warriors last night and lost, and, you know, you're, you're worried that they're going to come in with a little bit of extra oomph and... Um, and then again, you have a back-to-back the next night against Minnesota, which is tough, and the New Orleans and the Knicks, like Phoenix, Milwaukee, like this. This is a a tough schedule. We talked about it long, you know, all, every week we talk about it, but this is a really tough schedule. You have to stay laser focused. But you go on a five-game win streak right now, that's big time. Yeah, yeah, and go, on the other side, going on a five-game losing streak uh, is. Big time in a different uh, direction. And that was one where the Clippers started out exactly as I expected them to. I just expected them to play closer to four quarters uh, like they did the first two last night rather than just being done at halftime because uh, they were a disaster uh, in that second half. And it we talked about, you know, we've been trying to figure out, you know, that the, 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 the Clippers are 0-4, but there's a story behind the 0-4. The 175 points, shooting, t- making 26-3, shooting like 57% from three, and losing. That's, that's the story. The next night, or the, the next game, you lose to the Denver Nuggets in overtime. All right, you're not ashamed, really, of either one of those. They just lost to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Last night was the one where it was like, oh, okay, that was, that was tough. And then hearing the difference in Paul George talk after the game and Kawhi Leonard talk after the game, it's like, man, I just wonder how much these guys are on the same page. Paul George is talking about urgency and how we have to have a sense of urgency. And Kawhi Leonard, cool, calm, and collected, is like, no, I'm not playing tomorrow. That's the plan, (laughs) and we're just going to stay the course. Yeah, Yeah, I I really do think there is something to – the way that the Kings have handled this season, how Mike Brown has handled every step of the way in this season, they practice nonstop all the time. No one has ever practiced as much. I have never covered this many practices. It is absolutely crazy how much they practice. And they're one of the healthiest teams in the league. Hmm. So I think that they're in great shape. Like I, I played high school football, Nevada union. And what we did there was we're at elevation, like 2,800, 3000 feet of elevation and we ran so much that, like, it was ridiculous. All we did was run, 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 run. We were in such incredible physical shape. 
if you even had a chance against us it, up in in Grass Valley, you had to jump all over us in the first half. And even then, it wouldn't matter because we just had legs forever and wind. And we're playing against you at elevation. You can't keep up with us. That's what it kind of feels like with the Kings right now. Mm. Like a bunch of teams are getting tired. A bunch of teams are having some you know, injuries. The Kings are playing through most of their injuries. And even if they do miss games, it's like one game here, one game there. Yeah. And we've seen them have dips as far as player production. But those dips feel to me a lot of the time like guys have run out of gas. And then they, they fight through it and they come out the other side and they eventually start to pick it up. This team works out together after games. They, you know, you always want a, a bunch of gym rats on your team, mm-hmm. but you also want the workout warriors on your team. And I think that the way that this, this group is put together, they've got a good connection with workout warriors and gym rats, guys that uh, are pushing each other to go hit the weight room after games or pushing each other to get on the practice court. And, and that's a good thing. So yeah. I think and, they're in good shape. And the crazy thing about that is like, it doesn't feel like they're going to let up, you know, Mike Brown, the coaching staff. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what we did to get here. We're going to keep practicing. We're going to keep grinding. These guys are committed to that. They they understand that. Nobody's – it doesn't feel like, James, you're you're there. So, you know, it doesn't feel like anybody's like, oh, my gosh. Like, this is getting kind of old. Like, look, we're already good. We don't need to practice uh, for two hours. No, they're like, all right, this is what we do. We're getting after it. And – it's the thing that we always talk about with everybody just seems to be in unison. Everybody's on the same page, it feels like, uh, from the outside looking in. You know why? Because they're the third seed in the Western Conference and they're 11 games over 500. It worked. It's Everything because it worked. worked. <laughs> That's what every single one of them say, like, who are we to question what he's doing? Mm-hmm. Like, whatever it is, we're – and on top of that, the Kings know – they're not good defensively. They need to practice more. They need to figure things out on the defensive end. So that requires more and more and more work. And they're willing to do it. And it, it, and a lot of it is because of the payoff. They see that whatever they're doing is actually working. And, and, you know, and again, that's why you have teams that or coaches that can get away with doing this for years and years and years, whether it's in the league or whether it's, again, a high school team, whatever. You have coaches that are known that, like, it works. Whatever I'm doing, it works. So you're going to get on board with what I'm doing, and we're going to win just like we always win. Mm-hmm. And that's that's a big thing. Yeah. Uh, we got a little <clears> – <throat> stop me if you've heard this before. Carried away talking to Trista. <laughs> so we're, we're going to step out here real quick. We're going to come back. We've got a lot more uh, with James Ham leading into tonight's epic rematch uh, against the Los Angeles Clippers at the Golden One Center. So we'll come back with more. Uh, James Ham here on Sacramento Sports Leader. Steve Lowe and KC on ESPN 1320. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.